Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and this is going to be an update from Super Bowl 58 uh, week here in Las Vegas. So I was actually able to go to Media Row, which is taking place at the Mandalay Bay. Um, I was actually there with my other job, and I was actually like filming some stuff, and then I was kind of like getting some stuff for Concierge Confidential, but mostly just to sort of take in sort of the, all the experience which is super, super fun. Uh, you can tell some people know that it is sort of like a convention basically for the NFL and NFL players, media personalities, you know, that's, you know, that kind of thing. But it was really fun to sort of see how great Mandalay Bay has actually been doing in terms of organizing the event. It's also where they're having many of the fan experiences or actually having the NFL fan experience at the Mandalay Bay, which you can still purchase tickets. You can purchase them online. Uh, by the time this pod comes out, I believe they will all be $50 per person. And that gets you access to the um, fan experience, which is going to be a bunch of different NFL-type games. Um, you can feed, you can meet NFL players. You can also see the Lombardi Trophy and a couple other trophies as well. Um, this is not getting you access to the media center because that is actually for credentialed media only. Um, but it was super, super fun. I was able to see many different people from across the sports spectrum. Um, I saw Dan Marino. I also saw Baker Mayfield was there. Um, I also saw Carrot Top and the Jabberwockies, for those of you that listen to this specifically for the Vegas culture. Um, saw Mina Kimes there. So you do see all these per different personalities. And if you are still in town, and if you are you know, listening to this the week of the Super Bowl, um, you will see them sporadically around town. Um, actually, after I went to Media Row, I went down to the Cosmopolitan to actually just have like some lunch really quick and know that's not like a walking distance thing. I definitely had to get in my car and drive there because I was, you know, taking care of some other business. Uh, but I was actually at Cosmopolitan talking to the bartender and she said had Jason Kelsey had been there. Jason Kelsey is the brother of Travis Kelsey, which hopefully everybody knows is dating Taylor Swift at this point. And um, just a lot of different football players and stuff around town. So Hopefully, they're not getting in too bad of trouble. Um, they can certainly get in trouble if they want. Um, I have a plan that I will be going to Delilah's, so maybe I'll let you in on you know what happened there. Um, or even get in. It's one of those crazy times of the year where it's like just – it's nuts. So um, this week is awesome. Um, I'm having a great time and really just sort of taking in the fact that the NFL is here – and really, everybody is very excited around town. I think everybody is, you know, really, like I said, excited to have this event here just because they know what comes with the Super Bowl. They know what it's like to have the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, which is really feeding into the fact that, hey, we also have the game here, too. And I think people in Vegas, especially the bartenders, cocktail waitresses, uh just any of the wait staff, anybody who works around the strip um, understands that this is a really big week for us and everyone's really putting their best foot forward. Um, people might say are already comparing this and F1, you know, how did one affect the other and so on and so forth. Uh, honestly, from this week, I can just tell you right away, the attitude towards the Super Bowl is extremely positive. I think everybody has been, you know, Really, really helpful around any of the activations that they have for the Super Bowl. And I think, in general, a lot of businesses believe that this is going to be a very profitable weekend, as well as a very profitable month for the entire city, as the city as a whole, not just a couple different entities. Of course, the big players are going to be uh, like the win, 
the uh, the MGM resorts, Caesar's Palace. These are going to be the big, you know, big, big winners, obviously, because they also are sponsors of, you know, or partners of the NFL. But just in general, I think everyone enjoys it because of that sort of American star power. And again, this is I don't, I don't mean to get political, but um, F1 is very much a European and worldwide event. Um, which the NFL is becoming that. I mean, it's not on the F1 level in terms of, you know, that scope uh, or soccer for that matter. But in terms of being like an American product in the United States, it's huge and people understand what comes with it. And I mean, it's just been an amazing experience so far. Like, again, people know there's traffic. Like, I'm not even going to talk about traffic. We, we know that that's here. That's here when there's not the Super Bowl. At least here we now have an excuse to have traffic. Uh, but just the idea that, like, I was driving into the actual event uh, over at Mandalay Bay, and you saw the Thunderbirds who are going to be actually doing the flyover, practicing the flyover over Allegiant Stadium with, like, the smoke and everything. Of course, all if you're a pilot, jump into the DMs and tell me what it actually is. I know it's, like, something specific. But overall, it's just super cool. And then they were actually at the media event. They, they did their flyover, and then they were doing the media walk around over at Mandalay Bay. So just super, super excited. But I do have some updates. So it's not just sort of fanboying over what's going on. Um, there are certain things that if you are coming to town or if you're sort of sort of puzzled me, um, I have some things to update. So uh, it kind of came out earlier in the week uh, that, or even last week, that there were some hotels that were going to be requiring a minimum spend for their restaurants, which is very, very weird. So um, one of the restaurants, the first one that I saw do it is Poppy Steak, which is at Fountain Blue, which that one obviously is cool. Like if you're already over there, like go ahead. But that place was going to charge $1,000 per person minimum to dine there, <laughs> which is wild. So could you imagine if you have a group of four, that's a $4,000 meal. What are you ordering for $4,000? Well, they do have that one gigantic steak that's $1,000. But after that, then you have to, what, order three more of those? Like, it's just unreal. Um, I wouldn't do it. And I've been, and it also looks super cringy. I even talked to a host who actually um, works in the industry and uh, a nightclub host and was like, yeah, it just looks super cringy of like how they do it. So, yeah, not just us. Uh, I think the only people who think it's cool are the people at Poppy Steak think it's cool. Um, and I think even those people think it's a little bit silly. So we'll see how long that lasts. But again, they are charging a minimum. And it almost got slapped on me. So I actually was going down to, and I've been, I've been talking about it, told, telling everybody that I had plans to take my parents to Prime Steakhouse, which Prime Steakhouse overlooks the Bellagio Fountains. And it's sort of it's like this high-end steakhouse. And they text me. And I respond to the text and it just says, we're just making sure that you're, we're confirming your reservation for, uh, for Thursday. And I said, yes. So I was like, yeah, going. And then like a couple of minutes later, and this, I was actually walking to prime when I did this. That's why I was at cosmopolitan. I was walking to prime to sort of make some arrangements. And then I get a text message as I'm leaving the hotel. Like I'm almost back to cosmopolitan where I parked and I get a text message that says, oh Yeah. You rec you requested the patio or or view, which again is still very confusing. Uh, but requested the patio, which kind of forgot that I did that because uh, it's cold outside. But you know, my parents like views. So 
Then I got a text message that said, if you, it's, you know, super, super limited. Um, if you are able to sit outside, you will be charged or required to pay $175 per person for dinner. So already we're already knocking at like, no, we're probably not going to do this because my parents don't eat that much food. That's the biggest thing. If you eat this much food, good for you. And again, it's a far cry from the $1,000 minimum that they're requiring at, you know, poppy steak. But the biggest thing is, is that my parents do not eat that much food. They tend to share a lot of their food. So we were looking at, my mom did the calculations really quick when I told her we're probably going to change our reservation. And it was going to be around $500 uh, for our entire meal, which is astronomical. And we're, ne we're never going to approach spending that at this particular restaurant. Uh, we have gotten close to that uh but that was for a very special occasion my mom had won a jackpot and we we're all really really excited so we went to michael's um where you can actually check out that video on our instagram page concerts confidential underscore lv or you can check it uh out over at our tiktok page at keys to vegas and you can check out what michael's is like but it comes with all the accoutrement that is michael's it has all of the un unbelievable service from definitely a different world and it's worth it so that was cool but this one Totally, and I've been to Prime already. Uh, I don't think it's worth that price because we're gonna get what two steaks, so that's about let's just say seventy, you know, just eighty bucks each. That's one hundred and sixty dollars, and then we're gonna get a couple sides, so we're gonna get over two hundred bucks. So when we leave, we're probably looking three hundred bucks. Let's just say three hundred dollars. That's a hundred per person. Yeah, kind of works out about right because we're gonna get you know drinks and whatnot. So three hundred bucks. That's two hundred dollars less than what they are requiring us to pay if we're going to sit on the patio. So it was a little bit of a miscommunication uh, because then I freaked out and then I had to scramble and make sure we had dinner reservations for at least Thursday because that was one of our free days. And of course, being the true concierge, I looked around a couple places, thought about some things, and then Carver Steak will be the answer for where we were going to actually be dining at. So we will be dining at Carver Steak rather than uh, Prime. Uh, but again, we probably would have stayed at Bellagio um, if this was the case. Also, really annoyed. Um, and then, again, we're not going to just go on a rant of how, you know, this was not good. Uh, restaurants should not do this. Restaurants should not. And the reason I'm going to get into this is when I made the reservation, none of that was put on the reservation. None of it was said at the time of making the reservation for Prime that if you seat outside or sit along the window, which looks out to the fountains, so have you, uh, that you would be required to pay $175 at the time of booking. And again, you knew it was going to be a very high volume evening. You knew that it's during the Super Bowl or a big, you know, another one. So this should have been communicated much earlier and much further in advance than what you did. So... This ended up happening right now. This is Wednesday when I'm recording this, and my reservation is for Thursday. So typically, short reservations are very hard to make, especially if you don't know the places around town where you can get available seats for steakhouses. So again, this happened way too close to the actual reservation time, and I am was not happy about it. So I was able to call the hotel. And again, it's uh, calling hotels is we can probably do a whole thing on this is there is a, and again, calling is, is the best way to, to take care of. This is a very specific uh, problem and get answers. So, and again, the best place to ask is the concierge. So again, don't, 
don't neglect them. You don't have to be staying there already for the concierge to help you. So also, really fun fact, um, I had gotten to Prime and they actually had the ropes roped off, which you have to go down some escalators and the hostess was there. So I did see her. Uh, but this is before I found out about the problem. And yeah, the thing is, guys, if anybody ever tells you the hostesses don't get there till five or the hostesses don't turn their phones on till five, uh, they are lying to you. That is not a real thing. Most hostesses are hosts. Uh, if the restaurant opens at five, will be there at 2.30 or three o'clock at the latest because that's when they start sending out confirmations for dinner for either that evening or the next evening. So there is always a way to get to a hostess or get an answer. So most likely what happened was, was my concierge agent uh, from the Bellagio, who did a fantastic job, uh, got the answer. Um, again, be patient. And again, this is another thing. Do not yell at the people that are in custom, at the customer service point that is not directly connected to the restaurant. And again, don't yell in general because you will not get many things done by yelling. Do not do that. Um, if you are, uh, they understand that there is especially a, a problem like this. And again, be specific and understand that they are hearing this for the first time and they are always trying to understand. And again, we're always as, as a, cust a former customer service person, um, you're always kind of thinking the worst, like you're trying to get some free stuff out of it. Um, so that's, that's a big deal. Um, but just be very courteous. I just explained, hey, when I made this reservation, it did not have this, uh, it did not have this whole like minimum set up. So I just want a clarification on that and see, you know, what happens. And, and I said, I said, and if that is the case, I may have to cancel my reservation. That does put a little fire under him because then that makes them, they want to resolve this issue where you do dine at the restaurant. Um, again, is this any skin off their back? They're going to fill the reservation anyways. Sure. But this puts fire on them to get an answer that you re require. So was able to put on hold, waited. It was fine. I was driving. It was all good. She came back on. <coughs> Excuse me. And she ended up giving me the answer, which was, if you are going to be dining on the patio, then that is where you would have to be incurred the minimum spend. Which then, at that point, I had already made my reservation for Carver Steak because, just note, typically, it's good to have a second. Uh, it's sort of like, this is really terrible. It's sort of like when you're dating. It's when you're dating two people, which again, non-exclusive at this point, but when you're dating two people, it makes it really easy to get rid of one of them, which is not a very good uh, ex explanation. But um, it is easier when you have two options to be able to just cancel one because you already have one set up already. I do not recommend that. I don't think that's good. Do not do that in your dating life. But just in the case of this example, I was like, okay, fine. I had the two reservations. I could have, you know, I could have kept prime. I called my parents. We kind of figured out, hey, which one do you want to do? And then I got the answer of which one we want to do. We're going to go to Carver Steak instead, cancel my prime reservation, which, you know, it's fine. Um, and again, I think they're going to have a good time at Carver Steak as well. They're very comparable to each other. One doesn't have a view of the fountains, but it's okay. We're going to be here all weekend. And again, we've been here before. But if you are here specifically for the fountains, then maybe keep your reservation. But anyways, the way that you have to you know, get to the answers you want, you just have to be able to be forceful, but not aggressive. We don't enjoy aggressive, and aggressive doesn't get you many places. So again, what I had to do is I called the, you know, call, I went to the website that you have on 
like Google or whatever. It'll direct you, especially for Bellagio, because this is a very big Bellagio problem. Um, it will direct you to a sort of like phone tree. You The problem was is I kept going to reservations and it would go to the restaurant reservations, which was not having a dial tone. So then what do you do in this situation? Guest services is always a good place to go because they are also like the hotel operator and can get you or direct you to the correct place, which at that point, that is when I was directed to the concierge where I kind of know how to talk to them. So again, I did not say I do the pod. I don't say that I do videos. Um, I try to be as like incognito as possible because again, like who cares? Uh, but again, I just let them know what's up. I'm now going to Carver State. So those of you that were looking forward to seeing Prime won't be going there this time, unfortunately. But I'm still very excited to go to Carver State because I went there a couple weeks ago and had an absolute fantastic time. And it's also close to Fountain Blue, which is where I want to take my parents. So now we're able to walk from there to Fountain Blue. But overall, um, just know that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, those days are going to be pretty tough making reservations. So I would say start them now, especially if you're listening to this on a Thursday or a Friday and you're coming to Vegas for that. Uh, these big events, uh, this is just sort of for anybody who's listening to the podcast, is you always want to make your reservations at least three weeks in advance. Because typically you're able to make your reservations 60 days in advance. Uh, some places are even more strict where it's like 30 days. But if you can make your reservation at least two to three weeks in advance, you will usually have the best uh, options. Also, always be open to eating at unique times. The most popular time to eat dinner in Las Vegas uh, is 7 to 8.30, or sorry, 6.30 to 8 o'clock. So 6.30 to 8, 8.30, uh, 8 o'clock is the absolute busiest time. So 6.30 to 8 o'clock is the absolute busiest time to eat dinner in Las Vegas. So if you're open to eating a little bit earlier or a little bit later, those sometimes will help you in terms of making reservations, just being open to those possibilities. Obviously, if you have a... Uh, if you have a show or something of that nature or an appointment at, you know, like 7.30. 7.30 is the most dead time. Please, concert, stop booking your stuff at 7.30. It is absolutely killing me. Uh, but if you're able to book some, you know, if you're if, if it is at 7.30, I would recommend doing something very early, like 5, um, if you want to have dinner before the actual concert or whatever the event is. Because if you go 7.30, let's just say it takes two hours, that's 9.30, not a lot of places are open at 10 o'clock or later. So again, you have to eat a little bit earlier, plan it out to uh, to dine earlier for those situations. So um, again, if you are going to win big at the Super Bowl, I would recommend places like Michael's is great. Um, typically, Sunday night is usually not that hard to make a reservation for during Super Bowl Sunday. So Again, just keep your eye out. I would still be able to make your reservation, you know, still make your reservations at this time. But again, it's the, the week itself has been really, really awesome. And I think the energy around town is just really, really great. And again, I'm actually watching the movie Casino, just thinking about, man, could could you imagine what these guys would think now that we have, you know, all the major sporting events and again, the biggest one in the United States, the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas. So again, thank you so much for everybody listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. I'll be out in town with my parents. If you see me out walking around, awesome. Um, I'll be at Carver Steak on Thursday. And if you see me, awesome. Come say hello. Maybe I'll buy you a drink. And remember, keep it confidential.